There are so many things that you guys can do that truly would be such a contribution to the world, but you must give up this idea that your career is all about you fulfilling your passion. That's why you're broke. Ready to go learn how to live healthier, wealthier, and wiser as an artist in showbiz? Hey, I'm Lara Bianca Pilcher. I'm crazy about helping artists to live out their creative dreams and nurture themselves at the foundation of their creative career. I'm an artist and actor and showbiz educator with over 20 years in the arts and entertainment industry in London, Australia and now Atlanta, USA. I'm here to show you how to navigate this topsy-turvy world called showbiz, uncover the secrets of success, unlocking the powerful artist you are. I've done a lot. Performed, worked in TV, film, radio, stage, produced, directed, choreographed, acting, singing, voice work, musical theatre, dance company, toured, moved, casting, auditioned, self-tape, teaching, press, critics, branding, marketing, side hustles, and all the hoo-ha, while maintaining a happy marriage with two gorgeous kids. And there will only be real talk here, friends. Think of this podcast as a masterclass in helping you build your creative career, while also learning how to holistically navigate the artist's life. This is the Healthy, Wealthy, Why? artist podcast okay the thing we don't all talk about at least we talk about the lack thereof money I did a little poll with lots of my artist friends and said what's the biggest issues for artists and they all said money so I when I rebranded this podcast called it the healthy wealthy wise artist podcast which in itself is crazy because wealth and art don't normally go together but today's guest is like note that is a lie that artists are broke who am I talking about I am so excited to tell you it's Shanda Sumter. Not only is she just gorgeous, but she just has so much wisdom around wealth. You know, it's time to make money and become a rich artist, not a poor artist. That is a lie. We've got to stop believing it. It's the way we think that needs to change. Performing artists don't need to be broke. Actor Viola Davis said that actors have a 95% unemployment rate. She said that less than 1% make 50000 or more a year. And I've told you before in the last episode that I don't like the word side hustle when it comes to performers. However, I do like the word parallel career because that is what really is going on for the majority of performing artists. Many of the biggest celebrities and artists diversify their wealth creation with income streams outside of performing alone. So are you a rich artist or a poor artist? Real talk is needed. Actors, dancers, singers, voice artists and musicians learn so much about their industry and technique. However, knowledge about financially supporting themselves is actually very rare. But you know what? If you want to know how to create wealth, your performers and artist circle is usually not the best place for advice. So I asked Shanda Sumter, who is an eight-figure entrepreneur who helps thousands of men and women unlock financial freedom without sacrificing their relationships or health, and in our case, a love for creativity and creative expression. Hey, just really quickly, I say that if you leave a review that I want to say thank you. So I want to thank Bluebird03 and Jay David for their beautiful ratings and reviews on my Australian review site, as well as AP88Keys on the US site. I am so grateful for your words. I do read them. 
But wait, there's one more. Somebody beautiful in Canada, Dev Mickler. Thank you so much. Your review, your words meant so much to me. If you guys want to leave a review and comments, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Back to Shanda. Shanda helps people break through their blind spots. I think most performers and other career artists have a few blind spots in the financial area. Not us all, but many do. And you know, there's this great quote in the book, author of Rich Dad or Poor Dad says, the single most powerful asset we have is our mind. If it is well-trained, well, it can create enormous wealth. We may not have learned the financial skills we need to thrive as performers and artists. And that's why I'm calling this episode, Make Money, Rich Artist or Poor Artist. Hey, Shanda, welcome. Let's do it. I'm so excited that you're willing to talk to performers and artists because that's kind of a unique, not that it's that unique for you because you were talking to an ex-actress this morning I saw online, which is incredible. But I want to welcome you and I watch you every day. You're like a fireball, passionate woman. And I really believe you have a word in season. And that's why I reached out to you to say, can you help transform financial lives for performers like you have for the thousands of others? So welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's nice so good. to it's nice to be able to help and be in contribution for real. Seriously, and I love what you stand for. I've read I've read all about it and I'll come back to that. I want to actually ask you about your story later because okay. I want to start with asking you what is freedom lifestyle? I've never heard of that. Sounds good. Yeah, no, it is good. So um so well it really is whatever it means to the individual person. I mean, for me, a freedom lifestyle is Yes, it's monetary um, in some aspects, well, in a lot of aspects, but it's also uh, having a great marriage with my husband. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I I go to bed angry or I go to bed thinking that I I missed out on a good guy somewhere out there, or you know what I mean, then we have a problem. If I feel like I'm uh, not being a great mom, there's no freedom in that. And so I think it's I think it's ever growing. And I think that people sometimes don't spend enough intimate time to think about what is a freedom lifestyle to you? So I don't go learn from people with respect around growing my company that don't have families. And and the reason why I don't do that is because it's, it's very different. You cannot tell me to grind it out seven days a week and ignore my seven-year-old and that someday I'll have this freedom. I'm just not going to buy that, that because mm-hmm. it, it's not listening to my value system. You're also not going to tell me that I have to slow down growing a business to be a mom. And so that to me, freedom is, there's a problem right there. There is a way to solve that problem. And the minute that I stop believing that for me, there is no freedom. If I have to, if I have to make a choice that that comes down to giving something up that I care about in order to get something else, then that's just no, there's no freedom in that for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm not saying there's not hard choices. I live in Puerto Rico now versus Southern California. That was a hard choice. That was a hard choice prioritizing the legacy of my business and my family legacy. And with artificial intelligence coming in at a sweeping rate, you know, the last thing I want to be is complacent in a mindset of balance because that sets my son up to have to figure out a world that none of us have lived in. 
you know, and, and that freaks me out, freaks me out that I didn't have five children that could <laughs> run with and they could support each other, you know? You know, I'm a mama too, so I really resonate with what you're saying. And one of the things I'm, I'm just so uneasy at the moment for performers and artists who are not set up for financial success. And we're in a time, and you said it already about AI, as performers and as artists, do you think we should be concerned about the season that we're in in the world right now? So I would say as a human being, you need to think outside the box. Like my business as I know it, it like I could be replaced as a coach in the next three years. So no different than you, and this is where personal development does a big disservice to us because I'll, and I own a personal development program that's quite large and and it does a disservice to us because a lot of times the first level of leadership is like, what do you want? And that's important. But I gave up this idea and, and please don't judge me for this because like it, it, this goes into the story of judging somebody for having like a jet on their marketing or or you know what I'm saying? Like I used to judge people would have a fancy Rolls Royce or a Ferrari and it was so cheesy until I made so much money living in California that I needed to move to Puerto Rico and I needed to buy a jet. You know what I mean? And just so happens when you buy a jet, you're kind of a little proud of yourself that you even like nobody knows. I've actually never even publicly spoken about the the decision of buying a jet. I never thought I was going to have a jet. You know what I mean? Like now I have to talk about being insecure about going out for for a role in a in a in a show or or you know what I mean? Like going on TV or going in a theater or starting a program or pricing yourself or whatever, like all of those who you're going to marry. Those are all hard decisions. But now I'm going to buy a jet that I know nothing about the jet industry. I know it's probably really expensive. And it's the only thing that's going to knock my taxes down and I end up with an asset because a car is not big enough. That is hilarious and also very cool. <laughs> I love it. Different games. So, so when you, when you step into something like that, you're, you're a little bit, the emotion of how you had to change yourself to level up is really the transformation of when someone shows a jet, truly, I, at least to me. Uh, but with the sake of what should we be doing in AI in your world, is you should be thinking outside the box. So I have performers that have, you know, gone from being actresses. There was one woman, Rose, who went from being an actress and COVID shut her down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was out of business, but she said, you know what, Shannon, I never was really making it anyway. She's like, I was making 20 or $25,000 a year. Okay, that's on the street soon. Yeah, and that's actually a good income because you know the stats are 5% of actors are working. That's yeah, how bad that's, it is. That's that. So that is just a non-negotiable for my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a non-negotiable for my life because even when I was trying to grow my business, I needed to work a full-time job and mm. be full-time in my business to be able to access freedom. And, and so I had to figure that out. Now I didn't have children. I didn't have a husband, but if you have children, you have a husband, you have to figure something out. Right, you have really to really do. It's just a different way of living, isn't it? And what I love about you is your core calling is to give people a freedom lifestyle within like two years. I read, which is incredible. 
Yeah. So I really, and what we're, what, what we're talking about here is that performers and artists are just not setting themselves up for success. I mean, that 25K a year, it's not survivable, but particularly when you're a mother or in a family or wanting to retire well, right? <laughs> it's not even middle class and the middle class is going away. Yeah. So if you made it on the 20 or 25,000 a year, I hate to tell you this, but you're not going to be able to afford anything in in like two to three years. The entire middle class, think about that. That's my mom. You know mm. what I mean? That's like, I have friends in the middle class. That's my client base, right? Like that entire, it's so hard to believe that that entire income bracket is going away and you're going to now go back to the days of the ultra elite rich and the extreme poverty and there's going to be nothing in between and if people think i'm joking around this you have to become a researcher and you need you need to go or you need to go hang out with somebody analytical that knows how to research everybody knows that person they're a little skeptical everybody knows that analytical person that you could go inquire and ask them to look and to come back to you if that's not your sweet spot. But you need to know the middle class used to be a diamond in America, right? It was like the top was really rich. Then you had this middle class, which is this diamond. And then you had going down the funnel into extreme poverty. This diamond has been doing this for years now. Well, now it's starting to do this. Mm, and artificial, artificial, hands, your hands are going from like a diamond to like a flat little rectangle line, right? Just for the listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's but, good. Visual. I love it. And I, it's, it's very scary. But at the same time, you know, what my heart cry is, is that, you know, performers by nature are dreamers. We're idealistic in, you know, we have hope galore, all of those things, but are not set up. We do not learn in conservatory about finance let me introduce something to you creative people have so artists entrepreneurs and athletes are all the same person the difference is is artists have been labeled as broke that's true but it's not true Mm -hmm. it's actually not it's actually a label that y'all have adopted yeah. Because I see people, they come into our programs. Mm-hmm. I show them how to interview people and I show them how to take an interview and to make $10,000 off of it. Right. And, and they do it over and over and over again. That, that woman Rose that I'm telling you about that came to us when the virus hit Rose went from 20,000 to 45,000 while she was learning her first like six or seven months with me. And then she went to six figures. That's where she's at now. Okay. And she's just getting started. Mm -hmm. She's And she's using all of her acting skills in a way to like open up the different parts of her that she loves. So like she, I mean, she's changed her business three times in a year and a half and she's made great money every single time. I'm not sure she'll go back to acting. She loves acting. I've never asked her if she's doing it anymore. But she's making so much money over here, taking the same skills. In other words, even some people who are actresses or actors, you have this ability to show people how to get off the ground, how to get off, how to take a hard situation and change your emotion and get up. 
that could be classified as like happiness coaching. It's so true. I love that. Right? Like, <laughs> and so the cool thing is you don't need a coaching certification. I'm not saying everybody has to be a coach. I hated sure. the word coach, but you know, everybody knows what it is. And the, the truth is, is there's so much that you guys do is you could show people how to become journalists online. You could, in, in essence, you could show people how to play any role they want and be a life coach or a performance coach. You could show people how to get on media and learn how to be fantastic in front of the audience. You could show people how to get up on a stage like people who are speakers and get up there and evoke an emotion out of the audience by the, like, here's your talk. And the reason why your talk's not doing well is you don't know how to put yourself as the character in it. There are so many things that you guys can do that truly would be such a contribution to the world, but you must give up this idea that your career is all about you fulfilling your passion. That's why you're broke. Yeah, because that is true. It's the self-absorption, isn't it? It's true. I was just this morning recording some, you know, bulk stuff that I'll, that's coming out later. And I was like, it cannot be self-absorbed. Because if you do that, you're so consumed with it that you don't get underneath and go, hey, I can actually find other ways to use my gifts that bring me so much fulfillment and more money. <laughs> if you look at thinking patterns, thinking patterns are connected to leadership and leadership is connected to your heart, mm. your head, like it, it's interpreting your feelings. So, so if you look at it, everything goes back to the heart. That's why I call my company Heartcore Business. That's like, I remember going, okay, I'm starting this company. I'm going from corporate America. In corporate America, I have a, I have a founder of a company, a CEO. Who's my boss now? If I'm the boss, like, what do I call this company? And I, I was like, well, the heart, uh, there's nothing in the mind that controls the heart. And so, and so I was like, that must be God. And so I, I said, okay, I'm going to call this heart. It used to be called hardcore women. And then I went to hardcore business because we opened up to men and women and we show people how to tap into that, but not from an esoteric way, but from a really highly structured way. And so now to go back to what you're saying about get over yourself, when you are just like my career is what I love. It's my passion. Awesome. Great. I'm glad you're taken care of when you're acting or you're doing anything in the performance arts. But the scenario, the scenario is, is that you're not making freedom money until you, you stop like, okay. So if you've identified what makes you happy, now you need to identify what makes everybody else happy and where are you most useful? And if you can get outside the box, like the, the fax machine didn't get outside the box. So they went under with evolution. You don't want to go under with evolution because for some people listening to this, that means they're going to be living on the streets. And, and I don't know about you, but there's no amount of, I need my business to fulfill my passion for me to take my family to the streets. That's no good way. advice. Yeah, it's really good. I think it, the real talk is needed. And, you know, it's all these parents for years that like, you don't make money in that. And, and, you know, we're in a time where I think it's a luxury and I've had a long career as a, as a performer, but I think it's a luxury to think that way. And 
the generations before didn't even have that choice. And so I do, I love what you're saying because it's kind of like, let's talk real talk. And I want to talk about this with you because you put in a blog post that courage is what connects us to success, actually. Yeah. And that the problems that we face as artists are not just for artists. There's a lot of people that are on the poverty line and earning below 25000 a year. So what is it about courage that makes us more likely to be successful from your perspective? Just the, mm. just the understanding that everything comes down to prioritization. Whatever you prioritize, you value. And so a lot of people are valuing the wrong thing, trying to get out of a hole. And so they're valuing confidence and confidence. It, it's, there's a coach out there. His name is uh, Dan Sullivan. And he's the one who kind of put that together for me. And I was, it, it made me realize, oh, that's why I'm able to break free. And, and so people would always say, Shan, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, but they never use the word courage. When I listened to Dan Sullivan, he laid out the four C's and the first C is courage, right? So people want confidence, but confidence doesn't happen until you've crossed the barrier of courage. So you've done it scared. You haven't needed any certainty. And then after you do it scared, you get competency. So as soon as you get competency, meaning you know what you're doing, or at least a little bit, every little bit of knowing what you're doing, you get confidence. See, everybody wants to skip courage and confidence, right? And they want to go right, they, courage and competency, and they want to get uh, confidence. And it's not how it works, you know? So you need to have courage. So everybody listening right now, ask yourself, where in your life do you need courage right now that you are either not having the conversation, the hard conversation with someone you love, you're either listening to this inclusive society you now need to put a pronoun in front of your name to be accepted in society otherwise you're shunned i completely stand against that because i'm a marketer and i'm a businesswoman and i'm a parent and have my belief systems around that but just from the sake of a businesswoman i will go broke if i go broad mm -hmm. and so if you let the world tell you how to, how you what you should value and how you should speak and stand up and and what's acceptable then you are giving up all your rights and if you give up your rights then you become manila you become you become watered down i have a right mm, and i, I like have that right parent mm. and i have a right to my household and i have a right to my belief systems and the last time i checked that's what makes america great and it doesn't make it a communist country. Mm -hmm. I really love what you're saying. And one of the things that I've heard you talk about a lot is that you have some things you're passionate about. And one is building a business in the right order, caring about people first. I love that. 360 freedom, becoming what you aspire to be. God mm -hmm. is the source of vision and clarity, mission-based yeah. ba wealth creation. Don't hear that a lot. And work-life balance, which isn't really a thing, apparently. <laughs> Can you tell me, just in closing, any other thoughts or encouragement towards performers and artists around, particularly because we're contractors? Yeah. Oh, can you tell us, like, what is your, like, advice and what do you recommend we do in this time in the world? I think you should write a list of all the things that you are extraordinary at in your field. I think you should write it all down on the left side of a piece of paper. And then I think you should circle 
the things that like truly you would say that you have mastered. Like I am like I am really good at I am really good at at selling from a stage. I think I'm one of the best, right? I am really good at breaking chains off people so that they feel the freedom to speak and be bold and carry their mission for. I'm really good at that. So what are you guys really good at, right? Like, right, right, all the things that you do. And then what do you think you really, like really, like your life, like I am so good at that one thing and just circle those. And then I want you to make a list of the group of people, my friend Rex Crane says, who's the group of people who pulled the compassion out of you, right? Make a list of the people or the group of people, like, is it moms? Is it dads? Is it families? Is it, you know, is it teens? Is it, you know, people in corporate America? What is it? Who are the people that genuinely, there's just something about them that pulls this compassion string and you feel for them. Because remember, you take action on feelings. Then I want you to, I want you to think, how do my, how do the things I've mastered, how could they help them? Right? Like what do they where where are they where where are they safe? Where are they thriving? Like wh- what's thriving look like for that group of people? Because if they pull the compassion out of you, it's because there's something about them that you inherently know. And so what what is thriving for them? And if you don't know, go look on Amazon. Go look at book reviews in the ty- in like different genres that 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 group of people that pull the compassion out of you go look at book reviews and you'll see as you read the book reviews it'll jog you'll be like oh that's really what they want that's that seems to be like the thing that just lights them up how do the things you've mastered completely hook up their vision and i think you should just sit in that and start journaling well what if i was to provide a service for them right what like i haven't seen ai taking out actresses or actors yet i haven't seen <laughs> as in there's no robots on set yet taking yeah, the roles not, of actors yet, just for those who don't know what it is but it's coming it's coming somewhere it, you got to think you took you took the the artist that hollywood had a grip on and it became youtube celebrities that all of a sudden became the actresses and the actors because why they had the following Right. So you totally got hijacked if you didn't put your head on reaching more people and building your own audiences, which is what we teach in our company. How do you build your own audience? How do you instead of working on everybody else's stage, how do you build your own? Right. And so and so, you know, I don't know where you're going to get hijacked in artificial intelligence, but I know it's coming. And so it'd be better for you to get on a mission and go here's where I am today. I'm not going to be the fax machine. I'm going to be the email. Right. And, and so I'm going to stop fighting this movement. And I'm going to realize that my, my life is perfect timing where I am. And if you could just spend a little bit of time of intimacy and get into contribution, I think you'll see there's a group of people. I know you'll see there's a group of people that if you were to just think, well, how would this skill that I have, like I can, I can evoke emotion like this. Like I have the ability to like take a sad person and make them happy like that. Like I do it all the time for cousin Johnny. I do it all the time, you know, like when I get on a set, like the re- whatever, right? Whatever's real for you, there is a connection point. And where there's a connection point, you have currency. I'm the voice in everybody's head to say, you have to make more money than the middle class. 
Because if your goal is to just be average, normal, or okay, or good, you're going to be out of business. You're going to be more than out of business. You're going to be homeless. And that's that. a really important conversation right now. With um, oh, thank you so much for for uh, saying that, and I'm aware that we're coming to the end of our time. But I want to make sure that you get to say, if you want to, your story. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, just I, I, the the best part of my story pertaining to this interview is, um, you know, I I knew I knew that I was supposed to be somebody, and I think everybody's supposed to be somebody. But I knew that there was a calling on my life. I just didn't know how to get there. And I spent a lot of time making a lot of people in my close proximity uncomfortable with my intensity. And that started in high school. If there was a test or anything coming up, I would wait to the last minute to study. And then I would push everybody out of my life away. And I'd be super mean and rude to them because I needed to study. And even when I studied, I didn't really study. And then I would get like a C or a C minus on the test. Right. And so everything was last minute in my life. And I'm sure there's some people who can relate to that. I was, I was just, everything was last minute. It was, the rug was always being pulled out from under me because of the way I took action. Right. It was a blind spot. I didn't know that. And so I chased, I would say I chased fame and fortune in coming out of coming out well going to university i never finished university and i came to america went to las vegas and you know i wasn't allowed to work and it was through hard moments that my character got defined and and yours is defined that way everybody's the way we get up off the living room floor matters and how quickly we get up matters and so um so long story short I knew that I was supposed to have money and I felt a little guilty for being so money driven for so many years. I'm not money driven now, um, but it's because now I have that muscle. I know how to, I know how to build it. Now I'm more, how many people can I, can I help build that muscle with? So they know how to build it because I don't want more people on my coattails. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't want more people on my coattails. I want more people beside me so that we can borrow from each other, we can invest together, we can play together. Like that's a much better gig for me than being the controller out on front. And now I am focusing on wanting to take the platform famous because I shifted off that. And there's nothing wrong with fame y'all. But if you're not making money and you're focusing on trying to become an Instagram celebrity or a TikTok celebrity, because somehow you think it's gonna make you millions, I don't see it. I see the people who build email lists and text message lists front load those social platforms and we then we keep taking lists of people off that. And so you so focus on getting rich before you focus on getting famous. Money handles a lot of problems you have. I love that. And I love your story. And thank you for being so honest. And it's so good when you can own your story and just yeah. say it like it is. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to say? No, we're good. Just get out of the middle of class. I love that. Closing thoughts. Get out of the middle class, people. <laughs> hey, on my Facebook, there is a healthy, wealthy, wise artist group made up of a tribe of artists seeking to live the healthy, wealthy, wise artist life. They ask each other questions and throw around ideas. You can join the Healthy, Wealthy, Wise Artist Community private Facebook group at Lara Bianca Pilcher on Facebook under groups. 
Phew, today's masterclass is done. I love reaching back and saying I've done this and helping you learn the easy way. If you want more, head to larabiancapilcher.com for show notes, links, freebies, my blog, coaching and courses. And you can also head to my socials, larabiancapilcher on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest. Thanks again for listening. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me and I will give you a shout out. And of course, keep on living the healthy, wealthy, wise artist living towards your dream life. Bye, friends. P.S. Shout out to my hottie hubby, Andrew Pilcher, who does all the editing on this podcast.